Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Tell them why. Feel the rhythm. Tell them why. Feel the ride. Let's go with Bart last time. That is a reason why Bart's doing this. <laughs> hour number two, it's Bart Han. Alan Han, Bart I love when you change genres. Let, let's, uh, let's get right well, to it. Well, we got to say the background story of what Cool Runnings was. There were sprinters. Yes. From another sport, crossed over into that John Candy thought would well, be great John for Candy winter was sports. John Candy the actor who played the man who well, thought yes, yeah, yeah. we need to get track athletes into yes. this, and then they got into the Olympics. And, and, and then we had Herschel Walker who did it. Yes. But now, now we finally got a big body because Herschel Walker mm-hmm. was a micro mini pimp. This dude's a full fledged milk dud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Two seventy. You know what I'm saying? Jared Allen. And again, the four-time All-Pro defensive end, who is now again, it's just moving into another sport, which is a, curling. If you don't know it, it is when the Olympics come around, the Winter Olympics come around. Curling is one of those when it's on, you got to watch it. It's Yo. compelling, but it's not really a football kind of sport. So, Jared joins us now. We'll get into the football stuff, but I got it out of the gate, Jared, and thanks for joining us. How does a guy who has made a living chasing down quarterbacks from California? Well. Born and raised in California. How, how did you get into the sport? Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, I took a bet. So uh, I was born. I got. I got. I got to give credit. I was born in Texas, raised in California. Yes, right? so I get go. to kind of claim both of them. So that, that's always fun, uh, especially because they, they hate each other when it comes to football. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I took a bet from a buddy to try to make the Olympics. Well, it, long story, I actually started with trying to make a PGA Tour event, which I parlayed into uh, trying to make the Olympics after watching like Eddie the Eagle. And cool runnings being inspiring that, right? I'm like, I'll just pick a sport we're not very good at. The, you know, it's got to we just walk right in. Uh, well, once I did that, I was trying to get the parts put together. You know, Schuster went on a run and won gold uh, in, you know, in the Olympics, uh, two Olympic cycles ago. And uh, so then I was like, well, crap, now I just look like a complete jerk, you know, pretending that I'm going to walk in and take over the gold medalist spot. Um, but I was already too far down the rabbit hole, so I jumped in and. Yeah, now I'm in this curling train, and now we're uh, heading up to Jersey for nationals, and uh, you know, trying to win a national title, you know, on the ice. <laughs> Let me explain. The U.S. Nationals yes. are in our area. They're at American Dream, which uh, everybody knows oh, is yeah, right yeah. there, My, I was there by the, the Meadowlands Complex. I was there last week. So the U.S. Nationals are there for curling, and I guess for you, Jerry, this is an opportunity to make the Olympic team, right? Out of the Nationals, this is this is a big step towards that. Uh, well, yeah, if, if, if we win, so I guess, you know, Olympic trials, uh, to qualify for Olympic trials, the rules kind of change. They're only taking four teams now. So the winner of this year's nationals and next year's nationals, if they go to Worlds and place at least sixth or higher, they'll go. have an automatic bid in the trials. So, you know, then there's a couple at-large spots. But, uh, but yeah, winning nationals is definitely a big step in the right direction. So yeah, the U.S. I'm, nationals yeah. are curling, or at American Dream, as we mentioned, right there at the Meadowlands Complex. Yeah, January 29th, so later this week, it begins – uh, through February fourth, and as I'm saying, it is a compelling sport. It really Listen, is. Listen, I'm from I'm from I'm from Detroit, which is right next to Ontario, Canada. So I'm all about the the curling life because we get a lot of Canadian type of uh, programming. Tell me this, like, uh, yep. how does this how does this compare as far as your nerves, right? Because if you don't brush right, man, you miss <laughs> you miss you miss that pin. Yo, you got to get over. It. Can you imagine us? <laughs> you got to have that damn broom. Some small no, dude just yelling yeah. at him. Sweep, sweep, sweep! Damn it! Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm like, why are you yelling at me? Of course I'm sweeping you harder. <laughs> you yelling at me isn't going to make me sweep harder. Um, 
No, yeah, you know what they say you throw two, sweep six. So that's the most important thing. You got to, you got to get, uh, got to get weight on that broom. Uh, so as far as nerves, though, I like it. It's like a short game of golf, right? It's pretty finesse oriented. You got, from an athlete standpoint, you got to be able to control your heart rate if you have to, you know, if I have to sweep. So I play lead, so you know, I'm, I don't ever have to sweep usually before I throw. So oh, okay. Um, oh, so, so so you're throwing, you're throwing, you're throwing. Are those still dockers? I I remember back in the day, that was, those were dockers. I, I would think that y'all got better materials now. Stretchy. Maybe, maybe some more. Pimo. Oh, yeah, when you're we, 270. We, we moved on to Lululemon, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we moved on to Lululemon nowadays, yeah. You need, uh, you need, to, you need to lunge. I'm just impressed that you can still get down in the split stands like that, man. That's impressive. <laughs> 270, all you did in, yeah, in the well, league? It was flexible. <laughs> I'm not 270 I almost felt like 235, you know? Well, well I, guess, I, guess, I guess it's the same way when you used to do your patented um, signature um, sack dance when you when you had the lasso. I guess it's the same posture. So maybe in, in a certain way you were planning to be a curler your entire life. And I didn't even know it. I was already, like, yeah, I was already flexible, getting my hip flexible. You know? uh, yeah, but, you know, learning how to run on ice and sweep is, 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 is tough. So I don't recommend – you know, going out and doing that and not expecting to fall because that definitely will happen. Oh, that a couple of times where he he went down. Well, you can always wear your football helmet, <laughs> which would be actually, yeah, which would be hilarious. Take to the do. face mask off; it'd be uh, great, great optic. Four-time pro, uh, All-Pro Jared Allen joining us right now. So, so should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Like, uh, yeah, was a finalist this past well, well, year, right? The thing, well, this is the thing, man. The, the the bureaucracy in the Hall of Fame: who gets in first, who gets in last. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, man. You were, you listen. You talk about somebody who led the league in sacks, almost broke the record. A guy who did it uh, on a, on the grandest stage. At some point, man, you got to take the bureaucracy out, man, and it's about who's presenting you and all that type of stuff, man, and just keep it real. They need some more players on these committees, man, because it's a shame that this man isn't already in the Hall of Fame opening the doors for guys behind him like Terrell Suggs. If DeMarcus wears in, then he should be in, and it shouldn't be about where you play it all the time, man. It should be about what you did for the game and how you pushed it forward. He definitely pushed it forward. He was unblockable for years. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's definitely been a process. My fourth time as a final, you know, every year I've been eligible, I've been on the finals list. So uh, it is one of those things. I'll tell you what, it, it, the conundrum is, I think Bill Belichick said it the best. No one really knows what the criteria is, right? Right. Um, different different sports have a, have, a, have a more laid out criteria like baseball, right? You get you go through each process, you get 70% of the vote. You might have 10 people go in that year, you might have none. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you know, I, I, I like to live by the old adage, you know, fourth time's a charm sometimes. Yeah. So, <laughs> you did, you did uh, it in we'll both see, we'll see what happens. And, uh, I got, you know, I got some bigger things to focus on right now, like trying to win a, trying to win a gold medal, you know, curling. Yeah. See, see, but see, but you see, I tell you what, you win the gold, then it's going to be an in swell to get you in the Hall of Fame. So go ahead and get that gold for it, and we'll go ahead and start that campaign for you. No pressure. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, my curling career it doesn't have an effect on my uh, on my Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, <laughs> he is or not? Uh, like, he is a great. He's, way, he is a great athlete. <laughs> Even at forty, he's still a great athlete. Hey, twenty-two sacks. Yeah, you know, twenty eleven and fifteen and a half sacks uh, back in. Uh, yeah, we know in, that record's from Gaze anyway. Brett Favre laid down. Still, yeah. did you ever ask Brett Favre when he was a teammate, like, why did he lay down? Because he stopped you from having the record. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we never had the conversation, but it's like, you know, you can't, you, you take them as, I, I feel for straight. I, I, you take them as you can get them, right? If quarterback <laughs> wants to lay down and, t- and, I'll, and I'll touch them, I'll, I'll take it, right? Now, the reality is, I actually had the 23rd sack play against Green Bay that year. You can even ask Aaron uh, Rodgers. So he, 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 snagged, he caught the ball, right? He took a third step forward and, you know, uh, dropped the ball, you know, fell in the back of, uh, I think it was Newhouse or whatever, right? Picks the ball back up, tries to roll back out. Totally eligible to throw the ball again. Same I sack him. 
they give me the sack. Wednesday, they take the sack from me, and they oh. give it a team sack. Uh, so my oh. 23rd sack they took from me, they gave it a team sack versus, you know, because they, they changed that rule to the, the muff rule. So if they considered it a muff, it goes out as a team sack, not an individual stat. But my argument, I'm like, I am on the team. I should at least get half of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was still eligible to throw the ball. In my opinion, it's a full stack. So, Everybody you know, gets it, point one. I am the team. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> there was it, nobody else there. Aaron Rodgers says some crazy things these days, but I'll tell you what, he's right on that. I, I did get 23 sacks. Hey, did you play with my former teammate, Chester Taylor, a.k.a. 50? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, in Minnesota, I believe. Yeah, man. Chester was there for yeah, yeah, he was a character. two years with me. Yeah, he was a character, man. Then he, yeah. he got talk about getting Wally Pitt, man. Come in and, and then you know this guy named Adrian Peterson comes in. Oh, it's, yeah. the la- <laughs> it's the last, it's the last we heard of fifty. <laughs> like, yeah, people really. I think he was a thousand yard rusher before that. Yeah, you yeah, he, he had a great one two punch there. Yeah, so not often that a thousand yard rusher all of a sudden goes to be a backup and the you, know, you, you got to deal with Adrian Peterson, which is a different monster altogether. That's the NFL, not for long. Uh, Jared, uh, since we have you talking some football right now, like this weekend, you're, you're the the big conversation out of the playoff games this weekend has to do with quarterbacks. Obviously, you've you played with, uh, with with one of the greats. Actually, played against also well, some favorite. of the greats. Yeah. Um, when it comes to what you saw last night's game, it's Mahomes versus Josh Allen, and the way that game is another heartbreaker for the Bills in the playoffs, and another time they can't get over the hump of the Kansas City Chiefs, your former team. Do you do you look at it as, hey, a quarterback's got to win the big game, or are you on the side of some people who are saying it's not all his fault, there's other guys on this team, you know, the kicker missed the kick and the defense didn't do this. How, how do you view it when it comes to how we view quarterbacks in winning big games? Hey, listen, you want all the money, you want all the accolades, you got you to win the big games, right? You know, it's the same way you could say, you know, a pass rusher. If, if he's not making plays in the playoff, if you're not ending those drives and you're not earning the money, uh, you know, so I got to give hats off to Chris Jones because he comes through and he didn't get the sack, but he definitely on one of those last throws, you know, I think they had, they had a possibility to get that touchdown. Yep towards the end where the ball comes up short to number 10 in the end zone. Well, you know, Chris, yeah, Chris hits him right as he's kind of, you know, he throws the tackle into him as he's throwing, throws him off. So, you know, I look at that game and yeah, the kicker needs to make that kick. Cause I mean, let's be honest, all you do is kick. Um, <laughs> and it is what it is. I mean, listen, they, they kick every day, uh, make the kick, um, you know, conditions, whatnot. No, it's they, perfect, they kick and they play golf. Kick. I mean, come on. Hey, I'm a Bills, I grew up, I grew up, yeah, I grew up a Bills fan. You, you can miss wide left. You can't miss wide right. Come on. Yeah, like, that's the, absolutely ridiculous. The two worst words. You can be short. They can be, oh, he's short. Uh, but yeah, I look at that as, as Josh Allen though. And, and I think they pointed out properly on the broadcast, right? I mean, he missed a cup. He had, he had digs on a shallow cross that it was wide open. Um, and so there's a couple throws, you know, you gotta, you gotta get that back. Uh, yeah, does the defense need to make a stop there? You got to you got to come out. They know they're going to run the ball. Put put eleven in the box if you have to. You know you got to you got to get on get off the field on third down. But um, you know at the end of the day, will that will that determine Josh Allen's complete legacy? I mean, it's definitely going to be a part of it, uh, especially because that's his that's his you know quarterback rival right now is Mahomes, and Mahomes has his number, and he can't get over that over that hump there. And I thought this was the year they were going to do it. They were playing some really good football coming in. They finally get the Chiefs up there in. Uh, Right. Up in Buffalo, and um, you know, hats off to the Chiefs because they're just showing their talent, you know, in, in different ways this year. It's crazy because I feel like we always have to try and find a comparison. So, so, so quickly, we want to try and put, you know, this rivalry between Josh Allen and um, and Patrick Mahomes in the same conversation with Tom Brady and, and Peyton Manning. But 
you know, Peyton Manning wasn't out there getting beat by Joe Burrow, right? You know what I mean? Peyton Manning wasn't getting – he was always living up to the to the uh, expectations. And I'm saying, you know, if Lamar Jackson wins this week, why can't he be Peyton Manning? Because he'll have two MVPs and he'll take his team, his Ravens, to the to the Super Bowl, right? So what, what are we talking about? And, you know, like, have you ever seen a time in NFL – where it was this many good quarterbacks. I know most of them feel like they're in the AFC, but have you ever been in seen the NFL this rich with young talent? Because C.J. Stroud and now Jordan Love looks like he could be a dude. No, yeah, that's what I was about to say. This is reminiscent, this is reminiscent of like the '90s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and it is a it is a quarterback heavy league right now. With 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 like you said, all guys that can play. I mean, you got you got you named like four or five of them right there. So uh, I think Lamar Jackson is definitely in that conversation. I think um, you know you look what he's doing. I think this year, I think this year is where he's putting a staple on it. Someone asked me about playoffs. I'm like, I don't really think for him it was about playoffs. The guy, the dude is you know it's like when Michael Vick came in the league, right? Michael Vick was one of the most insane athletes we'd ever seen. Right, um, and so what happens is sometimes people are so insanely athletic that the little things that they do kind of you know get get put by the wayside. And so I think what Lamar's showing people this year is that he can throw the ball from the pocket. Right, he can he can make those quarterback plays that people are traditionally used to seeing. Um, and so now you know he goes on. Now he's in the AFC Championship game. I think that alone right there is going to cement him in in, in his ladies. Like he said probably going to win the second MVP in what six years. Yeah. Um, and so I think yeah, you get to start putting him. You know, I think the, the the reason he hasn't been it hasn't been uh, Mahomes versus him. You know, in that Peyton Manning Brady kind of conversation is because they haven't been facing each other yeah. until now in the AFC Championship games. I think I think the more they face each other, yeah. the more people talk about that. Right? Obviously, Mahomes and, and Allen been facing each other, but I mean, look at that look at that quarterback class. I mean, any given week, you're you got you know. Like MVP is playing against each other, so I mean, it's good for football. It's good for the league. I think it's going to be. It's, you'll, you'll see. You know, as time goes, I mean, you're, you're already. You know, with, when these guys decide to retire and five years past that, we were talking about the hall earlier. I mean, you're going to have talk about some choices. You know what I mean? If these yeah, all, if all these yeah. guys, get, if like they the, all retire at the same time, MVP. Yeah, put all your you're gonna have five quarterbacks going in at once. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the crazy thing all is, AFC. man, sitting here in jet country, we pass on both of them. Just can't get right, man. I don't know what the hell oh. wrong with us over here, man. We passed on, we passed on both of them and took Sam Darnold. Well, I tell you well, what, Sam Darnold's gonna be in the Super Bowl. He's just gonna be as a backup, <laughs> right. but he got there somehow, some way. Jared, you know, I'm, I'm curious as a guy who made a living chasing quarterbacks. Which would you say would be more difficult? Is it Lamar Jackson or a Josh Allen who can do so much with their legs, or Patrick Mahomes who seems to outslow you? Yeah, he, like, like, slow, he looks like a guy I that like yeah, I watching, can't tackle. I feel like I'm watching Luka Doncic and in a Joker. He never on gets a hit. Field. Like yo, this little fat dude is slow as hell. How is he beating y'all up the sideline? So which guy would be harder for you? You know, to get? You, you know he little chubby. You know, you know his body fat. He's yeah. getting that bod pod uh, early on, man, because he ain't getting it on late in the middle of the season. Extra, you got the extra thick rib pads. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? It's funny you say that. It's. You, you honestly have to attack them so different, and that's that's the crazy part. I, I, I look at the athleticism of these quarterbacks, and I'm like, man, I'm glad I, I still – at least I, when I came in the league, there was still some seven-set drop. If I had to chase these yeah. dudes around, I probably would have been a short career. <laughs> um, they, they all they all know how to improv. I, you know, they're all the same in the same way where, you know, By in the pocket, the pocket. Mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're very capable, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of the pocket, it's you, you, it could be a massive play. But I, I still am a firm believer – you got to attack them full force. Like this whole corral, I, squeeze the pocket, trying to try to contain them. You just die by a million paper cuts. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to shoot my shot. 
right? I'm going to throw at him, and if if a quarterback is running, you have better odds of him. You know, it's less likely. You know, at least he's distracted, right? Mm-hmm. At least he's got to focus on the rush. If you're hitting him, so I'll take my. You want to? I'd rather have a quarterback run for a hundred than throw for four hundred. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Scott, you know, Well, we know in this day and age, Jared, for you, uh, could cost you a little. Could cost you a lot, but it definitely would have cost you. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, they probably take half my sack. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you, you can't do nothing. Half your sacks would have been personal foul. <laughs> yeah, you breathe on them. Like, yeah, you can't hands the face. You can't even hands the face an old lineman anymore. What? How the hell could a DB get a personal foul roughing the passer when they try to hit Josh Allen? Do two forty. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, I'm supposed to come with fifty percent. Well, I ain't getting his ass down. <laughs> That is true. I'm not going to lie. I, I, laughed, I laughed at the, the deep, they call the holding penalty on a defensive tackle who dumped it off at the tackle on his back last night. I was like, hey, that's holding? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a different, it's a different league. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's crazy. But you, you do you definitely – it is a definitely heavily quarterback talented league. And so, mm-hmm. from that standpoint, you know, hey, they're making money, so they got to love it. So, a guy, a guy like you who spent seven years in the NFC North, is there any part of you that can allow yourself to appreciate what the Detroit freaking Lions are doing? And I maybe part of you. Like, nah, but come okay. on, that was homecoming okay. for you. Have some empathy. I'm from Detroit, <laughs> like, damn it. Like, like you, you know that was homecoming. Huh? Half, you your sa- half your sacks probably came against Joey Harrington. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> come God. On. Joey Harrington. Matt Stafford, yes. Yeah, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> come on, they couldn't uh, even no, defend I, themselves. I, I, I'm a, I'm a huge I'm a huge Green Bay Packers and Detroit fan too. They make me a lot of money, right? Exactly. Um, so, but no, I, I do. I, I was saying that the, uh, yesterday to somebody. I was like, man, it is it is cool because I played against Detroit when they were on six. You probably right? played against Dan Campbell because uh, he was a tight end. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually did. Understand. And so, um, but yeah, so I mean, from from a standpoint, like what Dan's done up there is great because I mean, true Lions fans, they deserve. They've been through. They, they, I don't think there's any fans in the world that have gone through worse. Yeah. you know, years in Lions fans. So it is cool to see what they're doing, you know, as, 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 a, as a Viking and, uh, and forever rival of, of, the North, of the other teams in the North, you know, you got you to gotta kind of, oh, you like to see them lose too, especially Green Bay. But it, it really, I think it's good for football. I think, I think it's good for football. I think it's really cool. I think what the best part about what you see with the Lions right now is you do, they didn't try to fix it overnight. You know what I mean? Dan got True. the people he wanted in, and he mm-hmm. and he put a message out there, and these players bought in, and he built a culture. You know, it, people use that all the time. Coaches come in, we're going to change the culture, we're going to build the culture, and, and a lot of times it's like, all right, it depends if you're winning or losing. Well, they didn't win their first couple of years, and now now you know the proof is in the pudding, and they're out there, uh, they're out there playing good ball, and uh, and it, it's it really is. It, it's fun to watch. It's good to see them. It's like I said, it's good for football. Um, and, and now I guess you got to cheer for them, right? You know, it's like, oh, I, I grew up, you know, can't really cheer for the Niners. You know, I was a Raiders fan, a Raiders and Bills fan growing up, so how do you cheer for the Niners? Yeah. So, 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 who, so, who you got this week? You know, what I mean, like, we got a lot of betters that listen to our show, and they, they can tell you dialed in and locked in and what's going on. Who you got this 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 week? Who's going to the Super Bowl? I, dude, again, I, I hate to uh, to buy into the conspiracy theories, but um, you know, I, I think I, I honestly think uh, I think Kansas City finds a way to get back there, um, and, and I, I think the Niners. I, I think it was on the you know, listen, you guys said the Niners or Rex Ryerson said the Niners played the worst they they possibly could have played and got got through. I just think I just think you know, NFC Championship games at home, it's hard to upset people at home. I think Kansas City can do it because they've been there. Um, but I think so. I think it's probably going to be the Niners and um, and KC. 
Man, you was gonna go into my circle of trust. Now you just put my now you just put the. Uh, I mean, you talk about it's two, his two teams. You got the Ravens where he started his career. <laughs> just send both of them home, man. Yeah. Thought we could be friends. No, 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 I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. I also picked the Bills to win the whole thing, so I'm probably. <laughs> oh, there you go. Kiss of no, death. No, we, Bart's gonna. We're we, gonna we, go we, to we, American we, we, Dream and yeah. just heckle you now when you're yeah. cur- when you're girl. Lasso these. We're gonna get everybody riled up. Lasso these, cowboy. I will say though. I will say that the Ravens. I mean, if they get past the Chiefs, I don't. I don't know who's. I don't. I think they win the Super Bowl. To be honest with you, because I mean that defense is playing lights out right now. I mean, they are, I mean, they have the resurgence of JV and Clowney, he, he, you know, he's finally becoming the player I think everybody thought he was going to be when he first came in the league. Um, so I think they got, they got, they do have something special down there. It's just, you know, it, it's hard when the Chiefs have been there, what, six straight years Yeah. the AFC Championship game. It's hard to, it's hard to bet against them, but um, I think that's what's going to be fun. I think, I think really, I think it, it is a kind of a toss up, but you know, I don't know. I don't know if, if going from Detroit to San Francisco. That's that's always San Francisco is a tough place to play. In. Yeah, yeah, especially when they just had to get the rust off. And once they did, you just saw what that team's about. Hey, well, one way or another, I mean, these are two great matchups. So we'll have some fun going to it, and we'll also have some fun watching you again. The U.S. Nationals at American Dream over by the Meadowlands Complex. It starts January 29th through February 4th. Now, the U.S. Nationals for curling. And this is a big deal. And Jared Allen, who made his career. We're not talking no, about yeah, weightlifting. Yeah. We're talking about the other curling. <laughs> no, the, the sport itself with the stone, it, it's a no, fascinating we, we, sport. We don't, we don't got the brightest people. No, you can get tickets, AmericanDream.com, <laughs> Curling National uh, Championships. It's it's Again, it's one of those Olympic sports that when it's on, you're like, oh, I got to watch this. But now you got to watch it because you got to see if Jared Allen can make this dream come true and Sweet! get to the Sweet! Olympics in yeah, 2026. Yeah, Come out there, be loud. Like you said, you can never go wrong with yelling sweep. And the cool part about curling, win or lose, everybody's drinking beer, so you're having a good time. Ah, even better. Even better. There it is. All right, Jared, hey, it was great to catch up with you. All the best. Good luck, and we'll be rooting for you. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. All right, Jared Allen again, the four-time All-Pro. Now trying to – I mean, how about the fact that he – the reference that he made to the uh, cool, to cool running. Yeah, man. And yeah. how that was the inspiration. It was on a bet, simply on a bet. Yeah, feel the rhythm. And it's like, yeah, you think you Man, can do this? Herschel All right, let Walker, me try. Herschel Walker was on a United States bobsled team, though. But 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 the fact that just someone just said, like, try it. All right, I'll try it. Remember you said, like, how, like he's from Texas. He grew up in Cal. What California. does curling have to do with anything? Well, because he was up in Minnesota for so many years. That was a bit. Somebody saw it and said, can you do that? Right. You know, athletes on all. Of course I can do that. What do you mean? mean I can do that? I can't. I can't I, and then you become like, then you become like Mikey. He likes it. He really likes it. He probably it. enjoys it. But if you can just go there and just have some beers and just yell sweep all the time, nothing better than that. All right, audio <laughs> what if files. Got a broom con- contract. <laughs> audio files is coming up now. You got anything for me here or no? You no, good? I said forty. I thought you had. I we'll thought you were holding up a yeah, script. No, we're doing it. 40. All right. So again, your calls at eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Really good stuff off this weekend from audio files, and also yeah, we're going to do some hockey in audio files as well. Stay with us, Barton Hot ninety eight seven. ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So after a loss like that, the Buffalo Bills will be asking themselves questions all off-seasons. Questions like the one that Rick posed to Rex Ryan earlier this morning on DPH Ron Rothenberg. Buffalo, what can they do to get over this hump? Or do they get over this hump? Uh, I mean, they're so close, man. I mean, they are so close. They had a ton of injuries. They had all this type of stuff, which they have. Everybody has. Now, this is the craziest thing. This might be the spot where Bill Belichick goes. 
Ooh. And I'm just saying, if you think, if ownership thinks that you've taken this team as far as you can, which I'm not agreeing, you know, or saying that they should do it, but this could do it. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Football Mondays on 98.7 ESPN brought to you by InfinityUSA.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. All right, Bart. It's been a good show so far. A little half of the show gone by and a lot of conversation and a lot of fun. But right now it's time for us to step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in the segment we like to call your mic on? Yeah, I, I, I had it yeah, on. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why. I had it, right, I had it on, but what the hell? In the segment we like to call... Audio Files. It was blue, Audio bro. Uh, it was blue? It was blue. When it's blue, and I pu- and I pushed it means it should be working. And I pushed it on, man. Damn. Man, this place is going to hell. Isn't it, though? Yeah. It's falling apart. You know you know where it's always on? When you're home. Mm-hmm. Notice how we never have an issue like that? Yeah. Here, stuff's breaking up already. Mm-hmm. Falling apart. All right, well, <laughs> for Audio <laughs> That's just inside joke. Uh, brought to you by Sansone Auto Mall. Ten top brands, over 2,000 vehicles. One place, Sansone Auto Mall in Woodbridge. Um, let's see, Bart. Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lyon. They have, in, in just a couple of years, gone from a laughing stock. You remember his press conference, the biting kneecaps thing? We all had fun with it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, nobody's laughing anymore because the Lions are for real. And he has, when he got there, put everything he had into – and I always say this, it's so important for a team when you are going through a rebuild that you can't skip steps, number one. Number two, you have to be genuine. You have to be able to connect to the market. The team has to be a reflection of the town you're in, the city you're in, and the fans will buy in. And those Lions certainly are very much Detroit. 
It's not the first thing you think of if you go to L.A. You got the sun, you got the beach, you got plenty of other things going on. And here, man, it's harsh winters, right? Auto industry, blue collar, things aren't always easy. And I just think that's what we're about. You want something the city can be proud of. Though You can look at those guys and say, man, I can back that guy. I can back that team. I can resonate with those group of guys. They're kind of salty. They don't quit. They play hard. And so I feel like we've done that. And I think these guys, you know, they have a kinship with this city in this area. And they love it, man. Ultimately, that's what you want. It is something, Bart. Like I said, you you grew up there. You know what the Lions once meant, mm-hmm. especially with Barry Sanders when he arrived and how it woke the franchise back up again. And they the last time they won a playoff game was then. The last time they won a division was yeah. then, early 90s. And then they went back into being dormant again yeah. for so many years. Well, this feels real, doesn't it? This feels legit. And they are one win away. I'm going to the Super Bowl, which I mean, they've never done before. I mean, it feels sustainable as well. I like, remember this is a team before the Super Bowl era that won four championships. That's right. You know, they were once that. one of the leaders yeah. in the league in championships, in championships before the Super Bowl era. So you, you, when you think about it, right, you talk about they've had the great players, right? They've had Ndamukong Sue. They've had Calvin Johnson. They've had, you know, Matthew Stafford. Right. You know, and Barry had, Sanders. And, and, and Calvin Johnson as well, Megatron, mm-hmm. right? They've yeah. had arguably some of the greatest players at certain positions. Um, and, you know, falling short because of mismanagement and you know it's been a lot of heartache and pain and you know this looks sustainable right and we don't know because it looks like the Packers are entering the, the the conversation who knows what happens with the Bears this division is about to get a lot more competitive oh, but yeah. you feel like okay with the Lions you know Jared Goff a guy who may not be uh right for everywhere else but just right for the Detroit he Lions. definitely found a home and you could I love the story that they were telling a California guy uh, in a grimy imagine city that. place that's so totally opposite from the place in which he grew up but the story they also said was it was not this game but the previous game mm-hmm. all right the uh the wild card round, that the crowd was chanting his name and he said it brought him peace that he was just sitting there and he could hear it and it just he said it just made me so calm yeah because they had because you just realized it you know you're a number one pick there's pressure you're in la yeah. it's all that stuff and and, and you know again mcveigh was a little bit of a, a real like yeah, he was a throwaway. intense guy he was a throwaway and and golf kind of like found a home and then found peace, and now, I mean, he's, again, he's got a chance to get back to the Super Bowl. So there's that. But then there's another story on the AFC side of things, and that, of course, is your former team, the Baltimore Ravens. Now, of course, the Ravens have won the Super Bowl before. Twice. But Lamar Jackson hasn't had the same type of postseason success. success. He has been an MVP. He has played at a high level. But when it comes to the playoffs, that's always been the question mark with him. Now, after the win, he is also... One game from the Super Bowl. Nah, cause we gotta we gotta finish, you know. Still playoffs, we're not in the dance yet. But I'm looking forward to next week. To be honest with you, I'm not even thinking about Super Bowl until we handle business. You believe that? Like he's got to feel like he, okay, it's he, off my shoulders now because no, no, that had no, to no, still be no, there. No, one, one, one win. One win doesn't do one it. One win doesn't do it, right? It just one win. Last time he was MVP, they lost that game. Now this time, you know. He may be the MVP again, right. and they won that game. That's still just one game. He still only won two Super Bowl. The problem is, you know, he's been hurt for the last two years. So, like, we've been judging Lamar and his playoff record based off of you know one season. Are, do we do we judge? Are we going to judge you know C.J. Stroud and, and, and Jordan Love based on the first time they ever got in the playoffs? Lamar Jackson, you know, you know his first year. He wasn't even a starter. It was Joe Flacco, and he came in and, and, and fit in. Right. So, like, this has been the first time since he's been him, recognizably him that he's been in the playoffs 
and you know to 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 be to to get greatness and get what he promised the Ravens. You know, the day they draft him, move back into the first round, he only has to go through arguably the best quarterback <laughs> of his generation, right? Right, uh, of a generation. Right. So, you know, that's how you should want it, though. Like, if you're the two, you, you're going to become a two-time MVP. You got the same, you got everything that Patrick Mahomes will have, but the two Super Bowls. So, to to get close to two, you got to get one, and you got to go through them, and it should be that way. And every time the Ravens have played these super teams, they have beat the brakes off of them. Okay. Let's see if they uh, they went out to San Francisco, beat the brakes off them. Detroit Lions, they may be in the Super Bowl, beat the brakes off of them, right? You talk about every team that was supposed to be that guy, they've handled business. So let's see if Lamar Jackson, that trend continues in M&T Bank Stadium. Uh, if not, somebody's legacy is going to be magnified. Somebody's uh, legacy is going to be strunken and take a hit. Oh, it usually is in these type of matchups, especially when it's too epic, two elite quarterbacks. Well, speaking of which, Mahomes once again, you know, did it to Josh Allen. You know, beat him this time in Buffalo, and so the Chiefs, as you said, it, it, Mahomes has never, is right? He's it's, six he's years, never not played in the conference championship. I mean, that's just insane. Yeah, he's listening. But that's where he is. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, however, can't seem to get over the hump, and the hump has been the Kansas City Chiefs. Here, there, doesn't matter. Losing sucks. I don't know what else to say. Losing sucks, whether it's at Arrowhead or here. Yeah. It sucks. But the argument after this game was about how don't blame Josh Allen. Here's Darren Olofsky from Get Up about who's to blame for the Bills failing once again. This is the second time we've watched this guy go head-to-head against Patrick, and he's been inarguably, at worst, the second best player on the field, if not the best player in the field, and lost both times. Both times because he was let down. He was let down a couple years ago by the defense with 13 seconds, and he was let down yesterday by three massive drops in, in that football game. That The difference in his game in many ways comes down to one quarterback, Patrick, had his guys make plays, and one quarterback didn't. Do you agree with this? Hell no, nah, man. Listen, it's like he had like they dropped wide open, like hit him in the hands balls. Man, this dude, he threw him in the pocket and they hit their hands, but they were covered, draped with people. Like, and I would say he wasn't the first or the second. I would say Travis Kelsey was the second because Travis Kelsey was doing whatever the hell he wanted. Mm. Blowing coverages, mm-hmm. getting two touchdowns. So, yeah, so you're wrong with that twice, Dan. Quit making excuses for people. Listen, he understands what it is. He's a big boy. He's making a quarter of a billion dollars. He's supposed to be able to get his team over the hump. He's lost in the last two years to two separate quarterbacks in his house. That Tell me where that happens. Right. It's like Jordan being, being put out in his own house. Right, in Chicago Stadium. It's funny you say that because in the rebuttal on Get Up, Ryan Clark said exactly that. The last two years... Right, the Buffalo Bills has have done what they've had to do for, to have the divisional game in their stadium. Yep. Joe Burrow came there, he walked into your trap, and he took over your trap. Patrick Mahomes came in there, he walked in your trap, and he took over your trap. At some point, Josh Allen is going to have to beat the other great quarterbacks in the AFC. Everybody else, the other quarterbacks, we're five and zero. 0-3 against Patrick, 0-1 against Joe, and the one against Joe is at our crib. Oh, oh at God. some point, at some point, y'all got to say he's coming up short. And that's exactly what we were talking about at the start of our show, is that he is a great quarterback who can do a lot of things, especially with his legs, and it's always on display. He is a threat, but the same. he has yet to win the big game. It's the, man, it's the same conversation we have about Dak Prescott. 
Like when that other, no, guy, I wouldn't put Dak Prescott in the same category no, as Josh Allen. I'm, I'm not, but what I'm saying is the inability Dak to Prescott, win the big game. To win the big game, yep. mm-hmm. Dak Prescott is awesome against everybody else. Yeah. And last last week, who did who did they beat? I forgot. Uh, who did the hell did they play? No, 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 no. Who did? No, no. Who did? Who did Josh Allen them beat last week? The first matchup, I forget. But they, you know, like, you don't get paid to beat the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't get paid to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, and that game was closer than it needed to be seventeen twenty four for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. Like uh, that's like Dak Prescott. Like he'll beat those teams. Mm-hmm. But then when that guy on the other side is named um, Mahomes or Burrow, yeah. Or if, if David won this week and it was Lamar. And the playoffs, you always say this, yeah, right? Man. You make your fame in the playoffs. Yeah. And so Ooh. when you say, well, you know, he has beaten Mahomes three other times. When yeah, it matters, yeah, nobody cares. Most. Nobody cares in the you regular don't. season. Right. Like, you, like, listen. Oh, thanks, right. thanks a lot. We paid you a quarter billion dollars to beat Mason Rudolph. Thanks. They're gonna a lot. have to restructure that deal so they can work out some stuff. They're in cap hell coming into this offseason. All right, enough of the football stuff. Can we get into some hockey, please? Because hockey. over the weekend there was breaking news on Saturday. Mm. So, as you know, you I gonna say Brandon Roy? Not Brandon Roy. I mean, not Brandon Roy. Just okay. let me, please, let okay. me. You know how I had a little rant last week about the Islanders, and I just told people a message. I told people if you want to know what the Knicks are going to look like without Tom Thibodeau, uh-huh. look at the Islanders without Barry Trotz. Yeah, yeah. And they were a mess, and they just they something had to be done. Well, something was finally done. The Islanders fired Lane Lambert, and hired they hired Brandon Roy. No, not Brandon. Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Waugh. It's spelled Roy. No, I got it. No. But it's French. Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh is is a I legendary. Have, I, have I have his puck. You do? Yeah, puck for me. But you he have, was with the Devils. You got No, he was never with the Devils. Patrick Waugh. No, he was with the Montreal Canadiens. You thinking of Marty Brodeur? Probably Marty Brodeur. Yeah, Marty Brodeur. Yeah, that's, that's well, Brodeur. <laughs> I no, 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 Patrick no, no, no. I have a I have a Patrick Waugh uh, puck. Well, so. good thing you said Devils because Lou Lamarillo, who's with the Devils for many many years, he always seems to find a Montreal Canadian to coach when he really needs somebody to coach. Well, he did that. With Patrick Watt makes this hire. So the Islanders played the first game. They didn't have a pra- barely had a practice. Yeah. Right? Since he took over, they had to play one of the best teams in the league in the Dallas Stars. They get an overtime win. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Watt is saying all the right things about passion. And this team is really better than they've been showing. They've gotten a two conference championship rounds yeah. in the last couple of years. They just haven't been able to get over the top. Have we heard that story before? Here's our guy, Rick DiPietro, the former Islander and also goaltender on his show this morning, DNR, about what Patrick Waugh is here to do. He had a lot of success in Colorado, was uh, coach of the year. I think part of the disconnect in Colorado was not only was he named the head coach, but he also was named VP of uh, Hockey Operations, So, which would give him some say in kind of front office decisions. I mean, the way Joe Sackick describes it kind of caught off guard. I mean, you're talking about a little less than a month before training camp. Sends a letter that he's resigning. So didn't really end well. Hasn't coached in the NHL since. Uh, has had success in Quebec, uh, Memorial Cup win. You're looking at an Islanders team that kind of needs, as, as Santiago would put it, a kick in the ass. And if anyone watched any video of what was a pregame skate, was not really a pregame skate. It was like the first day of training camp. They will get the kick in the ass that they need. He ran them through drills. He was calling them out. He was slamming the stick on the ice, telling where I want you, where. But the most important thing that he was demanding was passion. Mm. And it's a sport you can't win if you don't have passion. And he's in players' ears. He's upbeat. He said he learned a lot from his time in Colorado, which did not end well, as Rick told you. But this could be a critical hire that does awaken a team that people used to hate playing against this Islander team. Yeah. And maybe, you know, you can get back to doing that. All right, well, last shout, bit. shout out to Patrick War. Roy. Wah. Roy. You're right. 
hopefully we'll get him on the show. Right. And, <laughs> anyways, last but not least, uh, the Celtics. Brandon this, Cousins. <laughs> the Celtics have been a dominant home team this year, although they finally lost uh, their ho- home game this year to the Denver Nuggets. But they were on the road in Houston for a win, and there were a lot of Celtics fans in the building. And so here's Kristaps Porzingis, the former Nick, who said this when asked about the crowd support on the road. Honestly, it's incredible. It's incredible. Everywhere we're on the road, um, we get this support as if we were at home. And um, uh, I cannot uh, think of another fan base uh, in the NBA that is like this and Absolutely a blessing to play in front of these fans. Excuse me? Damn, he just smacked y'all in the face. I, I mean, did, did, excuse me? Did he just say, I can't think of another Nick, fan base? Yeah, Nick fans, even even when they go play Miami, they Can, only had no Nick fans. It, it, they call Atlanta and Miami MSG South for a reason. I, I, I'm on the road with the team. I'm in L.A. All cap. Laker game, Clipper game, forget it. Half the More than half the building's Nick fans. All the cap. Laker game, it's half Nick fans. All cap. I, everywhere you go on the road, the Knicks, Washington Wizards, they sell out the building because the whole building are Nick fans. Double cap. Chris. Chris, come on. You see double, this? Double cap. Listen, listen. You that the, is definitely bro, cap. Bro, you bro, you the, you the rival, son. You the rival, son. definitely cap. No, bro. I'm saying you the rival now. He, he going to say nice things about the Knicks. Probably not. It's about building up his fan base, No, me. I thought that was interesting. 800 Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But you know there is something we can get into though about this you know the Saturday after Saturday night's game and that was yeah. the reunion with the kids came home for a visit R.J. Oh, Barrett I'm coming and Emmanuel home, quickly I'm and we can certainly and discuss that responded to the um, mellow yes which was actually a good answer anyway that's audio files brought to you by Sansone Automobile make your best deal right now at Sansone Automobile and tell them Bart Scott sent you you can take an extra thousand dollars off your best deal call one eight hundred Sansone Today and you know what part you want to remind everybody more about Sansone? Yeah, man, absolutely. Listen, I told y'all twenty five times, but I'll keep reading as long as they keep putting this paper in front of me, man. <laughs> Listen, you have to check out Sansone Auto Mall for yourself. I've been telling you guys it's the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey. You get to choose from almost two thousand new and pre owned vehicles across ten top brands like Nissan, Toyota, Kia, Jeep, Mazda, Hyundai, and more. Sansone works with you to fit within your budget. Credit issues, not a problem. Sansone does it all to get you approved. Sansone works with over 20 banks so that you can have more financing options. All you got to do is tell them Bar Scott sent you, and guess what? They're going to take an extra $1,000 off of your next vehicle. Sansone Auto Mall located in Route 1 in Woodbridge. Visit SamsungAuto.com or call 1-800-SANSONG today. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, so ESPN New York presents an evening with Garrett Wilson, hosted by us, Barton Hahn. It's an intimate event uh, in the Big Apple with the Jets star wide receiver for your... What? (laughs) Y'all caught that, right? Yeah, it was audible. That was definitely audible. Yeah. Well, did y'all hear that? Nothing like promoting an event with Garrett (laughs) Garrett Wilson and hearing... (sighs) No, no, no. That sounds exciting. No, no. you're You're supposed to take... Four to five deep diaphragm breathes. That was not a diaphragm what? breath. That was a full-on yawn. No, that's a... You sound bored. No, that's a diaphragm If breathe. this event is boring, that's your fault. No, it's a diaphragm breathe. I'm just saying. <laughs> See, that's that's bringing it in. That's not out. <laughs> uh, for your... T- <laughs> 
Well, your chance to score passes to this exclusive event that you know is exciting. I mean, Bart's fired up for it. You also get food and beverage. Go to ESPNNewYork.com, find the contest page on the ESPN New York app. I mean, you have the ESPN New York app anyway. Just go there, contest page, submit your entry, and you have a chance to uh, to be a part of this. An evening with Garrett Wilson, brought to you by Corona and Sansone Automall. Also brought to you by... <sighs> I, I'm your son. Bring a pillow. I'm your son. Wow. Anakin, I'm your son. A- Anakin. Anakin. <laughs> Han, <laughs> I'm your father. <laughs> You've been to American Dream, have you not? I was there the other day. You love that place, me and Bri- don't you? Yeah, me and Bryce was at the uh, aquarium looking at the. Um, so they're going to have curling. Like that's like where where would they have that? They have like a big event center where they could do this. No, no, they have a big icy rink. Icy they have rink. a rink. Yeah, I didn't know they had a rink. Yeah, they, they high hockey kids go there and practice all the time. And, what? But you can go ice skate and I, I jump on the seals and and push people around. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll speed skate with it. You know, you know, put a girl and a dot on the seal in the front and you just going on a what? They have a seal for people who like can't can't skate. So you hold on to the seals and the seals like fins is in the back and then you can push it like it's like a uh, walker or whatever. You know how like you go to like skating? <laughs> yes, know, it's called roller, the, roller, roller the, skate aid. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, but it's a seal. It's a seal. It's a seal. It's a seal. Not a penguin. No, it's a seal. Definitely a seal. Uh, a penguin would be too short. That's for like short oh, people. Oh, so maybe, 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 maybe the vertically challenged people get a. You get can't a, skate. You're from Detroit. I can skate, but I, I like to do that because I can put like see Gigi's like six feet, right? And then like we can just I can put her on there, and then I can just go real super fast. So she we, gets a seal. And then, yeah, and then you're just skating around her. It's like, it's like, no, 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 no. I put, no, I, no, I, I push her. I push her. Like so, we be racing. It's like playing bumper cars. It's super fun. And she puts her feet down, and we we get we go real fast. Go to the to the other end, and and, and, and bust a Yui. You guys must be so much fun to have around. That's yeah, yeah. pretty cool, though. All right, so the the curling will be on the on Bart, the rink there. Bart Roy. Oh yeah, right. Bartholomew Wah. But I'm I'm really more of an Osgood or Hasek. By the by the way. Oh yeah, be careful. I'm a Hasek. You know, he and Osgood, didn't they fight? Didn't Patrick Waugh and Osgood get into a fight in one of those playoffs? Because the Avalanche and the Red Wings hated each other. Yeah, of course. We know what Did that they not fight? All about. I believe there was a fight. Yeah, yeah, because right? after, yeah. after I think Osgood got, got bloodied, but I think it, there was a fight. It's, it's after we got the payback, you know what I'm saying? For, for, the, for the legal hit on uh, Claude Lemieux. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie, no, it wasn't Chelios. Not with McCarty? Caught, yeah, McCarty. Yeah, he caught McCarty. Oh, Darren McCarty. Yeah, when he messed, his, messed him Those up. Those were some series. Yeah, man. we got to get back. You know what I'm saying? Just think, some of the greatest series that you love the most was with Detroit teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys act up all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. No, it don't matter what it is. And that's what I like about this Lion team. They got a little of that thug in them. Play with an edge. Got that dog in Yeah, Detroit you versus everybody. Know, but you're going to find out. Yeah, they you do. You know what I'm saying? There was a, there's a clip that I saw online. All our teams <clears throat> represent our city. You'll get your ass kicked. Dan Campbell met his team on the field. It was during training camp his first year. And he brought up the fact that some of you are wondering, why are we going live? Yeah, I remember that. You remember that clip? It's like, trust me. You know what I'm saying? He said, he goes, you got to trust me. Mm-hmm. He's like, we can't just, oh, by week eight, now you're finally getting getting a rhythm. He's like, what do you do as a defensive player? Not to tackle. Hit and pursuit. Well, how do we practice hit and pursuit without hitting and pursuing? So he said, just trust me. Like He's like, I just, I know it's going to work. I know it's going to work. You think about where he started, where everybody looked at him like he was a little crazy with yeah, the whole biting right. kneecaps. And here he is now. And, and you, I mean, the way Jared Goff talks about him, he says he's the best leader I've ever played for. Like, that says a lot. 
So it's a great story in Detroit. And it is something where a lot of times they fans, need, you want to see the instant, immediate, yeah. and you don't realize that. When is that broken? When is that broken? It takes time. It takes time. And what they need is a couple more goons. Did you did you see how the fans reacted? I forgot. Uh, you know the dance that Jalen does all the time. Okay, like that right there. Yeah. Uh, you know one of the one of the uh, Tampa Bay players did it. Oh right? no! And the dudes from Detroit was like, "Yo, uh-huh. yo, you lucky, you lucky we won. You'd had to see us. Yo, come on, city disrespect. Like yo, yo, they, and they would have been out on that bus too. And nothing NFL security or the Detroit police would have been able to do. Yeah. When they want to get at you in the D, they will get at you. So hey, you know, be be careful with that. You know, we don't take like. You can beat us. But it's funny. That happened but Saturday mock, night. But don't mock us. Something happened Saturday night similar to that. Wally Zerbiak, he was not having it. So we'll, we'll get it to you. It's Knicks and their reunion on Saturday night and how we feel about that. And also, again, what we saw in the divisional round and in the matchups that are now coming in championship weekend. we got plenty to get to in the Power Hour, 800 hour 9, 3776. And Bart, you got a little bet MGM for me? Yeah, no doubt. i get to that right quick. Hold up, son. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, There's never been a better time for football fans to bet on a big game with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app to get all the action in the biggest Sunday of the football season. Can't be in Vegas for the big game? Then guess what? The BetMGM app brings you to the gridiron action right when you need it. With a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and player props, the BetMGM app is your betting home for the big game. From spectacular catches to game-winning drives, BetMGM makes every play matter more than ever. Download the app today and discover why BetMGM is your first choice for the final kickoff. The big game is here, and the end zone excitement doesn't get any bigger than this. Get off the bench and get into the huddle with the king of sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So the Kansas City Chiefs back in the AFC Championship game, this time facing off against the Ravens. Earlier this morning on DPH or Rothenberg, the guys asked Rex Ryans his thoughts on the game. Their defense will play well. It's just the other side of the ball. I think it's such a mismatch for for in Baltimore's favor, the other side of the ball. Their defense is, you know, these are the best two defenses in the AFC. No surprise that they're in the championship game. But one defense is far superior to the other one, and that's Baltimore's. And you're playing in Baltimore. Whew, there's no way it's going to be a route. You got Patrick Mahomes over there. It's not going to be a route, but at the same time, I still don't think it's going to be as competitive as the NFC game. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time, Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.